Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And it's finals time! Oh, for those that are in finals. Finals time! <laughs> oh yeah, Chris, you're not even... Have you made I've finals? I've missed a few finals, yeah. No, I've had Mate. a few. I've had a few. You, you need a fresh start. I um, I missed out on, uh, re- on maintaining Div 1 status. Yes, by? by? 0.3%. Uh, so I will be dropping to Div 2 next year. How shit is that? Yep. Oh. I'm Pretty bad. Uh, I finished first or second in all leagues, except for one where I came fifth. God knows how that happened. Well, but it, it happened. In one of the in one of the leagues that we're, that we're both in, I'm second to you, and I'm like, how? how? <laughs> so it's, it's classic. And classic. It's really. All about luck. Um, but it look, is. thank you for joining us. You can join us on facebookcom forward slash sc insider. And Twitter, we are SC underscore insider underscore on Twitch, Chris. Uh, we are twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore insider. And on YouTube and all major podcast platforms, we'll be here for another few weeks. Yeah. So it'll be pretty fun, pretty cool. But um, but it'll be probably a little bit more quick fire podcast towards the end of the year. Yeah, it's getting on there. I think we just might even start looking at our top tens or something and just kind of, you know, your season's cooked. And finals <laughs> is here, so pretty much. You, you've gone back up the ranks. So tell everyone how awesome your week was and your little oh. mystery trade that wasn't really a mystery because you've been banging on about it for I have weeks. been banging on about it for a while, but I kind of got forced into a corner, Chris, and I came out like Mike Tyson. I came out swinging because I had no option. Fair enough, um, fair enough. So old man Hearn was out again. So I was like, right, Whitfield is in. I need to do this trade. I need points. I need to try and get back up the rankings. So I slid down to like 400 and or nearly 500, essentially. Um... So I traded out Old Man Hearn for Whitfield, which meant I wanted to get rid of Setterfield. Mm-hmm. He's still he was still there, and I've been wanting to make upgrades. But all the injuries, Kelly, Cornelio, um, like you name it, like yeah, Hearn as well, Whitfield earlier. So I'm like, man, he's still. I haven't been able to upgrade my last player, and I was actually wanting to go one down, one up, and make Setterfield into like a Duncan or a Merritt or anyone up to like even Cunnington. So I was looking at all these awesome options, and I was like, great, Hearn's not playing again. I have no defensive cover, zero, <laughs> which means I was like, you know what, stuff it. He's going, Whitfield, come back into my side. you got a great ceiling. So all I could afford was Hawkins. And luckily for Hawkins, he actually showed some signs last week. He got like a 92 or a 94 or something rather, showed some signs. I was like, okay, it's his 250th. They've got a good run for the last few games of the season. Maybe he's going to pull it back together. So I was like, okay. I'm going to do it because Setterfield sucked and I was going to do it the week prior, which I should have because there's a 30 point difference there. And um, in the end, I worked out so well. I was so bummed. Setterfield got like 96 or something. The week that I trained. The week I get rid of Setterfield. I should have kept (laughs) the Muppet. That's exactly what I was saying. And in the end, Hawkins just went bang. uh, 150, just huge for me. Uh, Point of difference, only in like 4% or 3% of sides. I think it's 3%. So cheap. It was 350k. I can't go wrong. He's costing me thirty thousand on top of Setterfield. He'd be good against the uh, top thousand too. That's like huge. Yeah. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what, stuff it. I'm just doing it. Like last year, I put Rewald in my side, and I was like, you know what, he's cheap. I'm just doing it. And uh, and that's been the case for a lot of people. Like Robbie Gray was cheap. Westhoff was cheap. They put they you know turned it around. Darling was like a rookie price. Yep. And what was he two seventy? He was he's or, no three thirty. I think he got he got real cheap. Yep. Um. Anyway, so I scored two thousand five hundred and sixty. 
I was ranked uh, for the round, if it'll tell me. Uh, so for the round, I was ranked 256 overall. Not too bad. So I'm now ranked 254 overall. I'm getting back up there. I'm not near the 100 like I was, but um, yeah, look, just trucking along. I'm happy to sit anywhere in that top 500 to 1,000. If my trades hold out, um, Ryan, I would have scored 2,600 if Muppet Ryan didn't do his hammy. <laughs> and before I actually put, I did my trades quite late. Before that point, I had no trades for the first ones. I was like, okay, I'm down to my Sunday games. I can make my trades now. Everything's gone peachy. Looking all right. Next minute, injury. So I now have to cover that. And he's so cheap, which means I only have limited options, Chris. And I know a few of you are in the same boat as me, and it really sucks. Ryan, last year and this year, his average after buys, horrible. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I'm lucky that I actually missed that uh, the Ryan train because I was supposed to get him, remember, but I was 4K short or something like that when, uh, when it was round... 12 trades or something stupid, so I couldn't mate, do my optimal trades. Mate, you've been literally dodging some good bullets in the back end of the year. Even um, No, you went Goldie from Gorn. You banked money. He's been scoring well. Rumors are, as of, what, two hours ago or an hour ago, apparently Gorn may be injured. I don't know how much credibility there is to that. I don't necessarily think he's maybe injured. I think that uh, he's already injured. He's got an ankle issue. And well, it's on about two weeks. He might be out. Yeah, so. but he didn't have enough time off to completely recover his but injury. Why, why push him? Well, I don't know. I it's think a Rolls Royce and you're coming. Literally, they've gone out for a test drive. The race has happened. The race is done. They've done 50 laps. There's a 100-lap race. So what they do, he comes off, he gets new tyres. He's now coming last or second last in That's Melbourne's true. case. Why would you put him back out there to risk smashing up your Rolls Royce. It just makes no sense at all. Well, they probably thought that they could win some games. <laughs> but at this point... Try and get some credibility back. Maybe, I mean, maybe they, they had St Kilda, who they, they thought you know he would probably towel up. And then who they have the week before that? Uh, Adelaide. It was Riley O'Brien. Yep. So he had two favourable fixtures, and they thought, oh, he's coming up against two rookie Ruckman. You know, we'll play him if he doesn't pull up this week, which is still a big if. Then you know it will, um, it will be interesting. It'll impact people very heavily this for, because heavily. not a no lot one of people traits. have a player playing R three, and a lot of people, especially high ranked people, don't have any trades. Yes, so it'll really sort out the men, the men from the boys in the top thousand, which is great for you. Yeah, well, um, only because um, I learnt my lesson from the last time. I brought in Lysette. Uh I still have Chol, who I could possibly loop. And because I brought in Hawkins, I actually pushed Dunkley into the midfield, which means I could easily then go Dunkley to forward, Lysette to the ruck, and play Clark from Essendon in the midfield. So I could loophole Chol and Clark for two weeks instead of using my last trade. Because I, Brian, to, I'm looking at Daniel Rich, which I'll get into the Rich versus Stewart debate at this point in time. But um, yeah, and if I could save a trade there and still scrape through with some 70s and 80s for two weeks, I think it's going to be not too bad for me. Yeah, we'll see how you go. I think I think don't think you're going to be too bad. I'm I still haven't got a completed team. I have I have two trades, but I haven't got a completed team. Oh jeez, who are you, who are you keeping then? Um, I've been playing Clark at uh, M8 for the last however many weeks. Which has been all right because most weeks he's still outscoring Matt Crouch, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt Crouch, that's got to hurt. He's been so bad. He's absolutely the biggest spud. Um, so I've been uh, no, I've I've had some just just rough weeks. I mean, this week, for example, I think everyone had the same pain with their backline. But you know, Tommy Stewart hasn't fired for me. I did have Hearn, but I was lucky there. 
I just decided to hold him because I had cover in Chris Burgess. He kicks a go-ahead goal with two minutes to go, and he rockets his score up to 88. So, uh, that was so decent. lucky. So, I got lucky there. So many people he, got lucky on that. He and was he, almost the he, highest scoring of the week in, in my defense. He, yeah, he outscored Whitfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Whitfield got 90. Okay, so basically oh, same, same. Yeah, That's and crazy. Sicily with 91 was the, my highest scoring defender. He say, scored the same with Lloyd this week. So, that was a very, very lucky um, deal. But obviously, I had Zach Williams as well with a 70. Racked up enough of the ball, um, again, played a different role than his his, partic- his usual role, but he, again, turned it over in midfield, didn't have the time and space that he's normally having, so he's turning the ball over in midfield, which is maybe why he's played as a defender as, a, as opposed to a, um, uh, a player on the ball. Um, I did have, uh, I got lucky with my captain choice, um, so I chose Cripps, and earlier I was loving that, um, for, I was, and playing that Foghorn. You um, were. Gorn got kind of close and then just went backwards. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but then, of course, uh, Zach Merritt uh, against Gold Coast for whatever reason just did not fire. He turned over a ball in the um, in the last couple of minutes that cost him a lot of points. Matt Crouch was absolutely terrible. Dill Clark was the best. I have four four midfield rookies playing this week. Dill Clark was the best with sixty five. Fantastic. Um, Goldie only scored one point less than Gorn, so I'm still winning that trade a lot by a lot. And then my forward line went serviceable, apart from, of course, my two-pointer differences against everyone, Zeeble and Cameron. Cameron was on 72 at halftime, yeah. and he ended the game on 68. So good. So that, And that, that worked really out well for me because when he went bang, 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 kicking all the goals in the first half, I was yeah. like, I am screwed. Well, yeah, and so the the two ones that obviously have been really hurting me all season that I don't have, of course, are Marshall and Dunkley. And Dunkley didn't really hurt this week because he only had 84, but Marshall oh, still did. And I think that's kind of why I moved up the ranks a little. I know a lot of people, <clears throat> Ben Ashton, uh, <laughs> captaining Dunkley, which, and I did I did get asked my opinion before that because I was saying, well, I, my opinion was, if you really need to win a draft league this week, like a, a sorry, a standard league, mm-hmm then Dunkley has the highest ceiling this year, right? So for point of difference and for possibly winning you a league if you are behind, Dunkley had that better chance. He's gone two scores quite high this season, whereas I said McRae's the safest option. And McRae, he gets you 120, he'll get you some 150s, he'll get low, he'll probably get 115. So he is the safest option. Uh, I end up going Max Gorn. Uh, just because I also thought he was a safe option. But, yeah, uh, McRae just went bang. He did. Absolutely. and Very um, effective by hand and by foot um, oh. on the weekend, McRae. Um, I think that's what we've come to expect of him. He's going to be, if not the highest scoring uh, midfielder, uh, one of the top three. Uh, looking at that, he currently, I think he currently is. I think he's currently the highest averaging midfielder at 121. Which is uh, Yeah, just over Lockie Neal. Just. Just, yeah. So what's uh what's what's Dunkley averaging though? I think he might Dunkley's be. averaging one twelve point six one. Okay, so that's really good for a forward. Um with me I also had Bonson Pelly, one thirty two. I had Elliot Yo, who has gone well the last yep. two weeks. I think it's a one fourteen and a one twenty eight. So he has definitely come into the fold. Those are much better than Zach Merritt and Matt Crouch. Uh, I, I am so. concerned though, Chris, because there's talk about Elliot Yo playing on Crips. I am hoping Probably. that it's a lot of tackle numbers and a lot of disposals because I don't think Cripps is going to pay much attention to him. So I'm hoping he will get a lot of the ball. My only concern is that when if Cripps goes forward, that maybe Yo being a tall, you know, a really good marking player will actually play on him. That's my concern. However, West Coast have said that it's going to be a real team effort. So I don't know what they're going to do there. 
Uh, it obviously came to light because Patrick Cripps absolutely tore up the competition on the weekend. Yes. And said, how's, how's your father? Um, with 19 clearances. Uh, it's honestly was one of the best games I've seen from him, except he wasn't as clean with his disposal as he has in other games. So the game earlier in the year where he got 193, I thought that, that single be- back half was way better. Oh, that's um, where he literally anything. just went... <laughs> like yeah. how do you want it and bend over lines and he kicked I think kicked four goals that game as well so that, that would have helped but this game was an absolute clearance monster but he just didn't have the overall efficiency that he would have liked a lot of you know scr- um, grabber kicks on the ground and, and uh, ineffective handballs uh, he was still quite good especially in the clearance absolute beast can I just um, say everyone gave the Lions such a hard time when Carlton beat them but then Carlton keep beating everyone else Carlin, turn it around, man. Um, it's the, all the buzz at work now because Damo's a, a, my boss, Damien. Yes. Shout out, Damien, if you're listening. Damien and Dougie. Uh, Carlton fans. Big Carlton boys, and uh, they just won't shut up about it. I mean, they haven't had anything to talk about for, for 10 years, so maybe even long, probably longer, 15 years. And where are they? Like fourth last year? Good on them. They yeah, have, I know. They've, they've, had, they've, had a good five, they've had a good five games, though. <laughs> oh, this guy talking after being a Brisbane supporter. Hey, we won and we <laughs> slipped down a place, so, you know, anything mm-hmm. can happen. That is true. Um, <clears throat> they do look impressive, though, and I think they actually... Here, here's my concern, though. The game style, yeah, they've changed. they put people in different positions, but they've really rallied behind their coach. So if they're putting in effort now and they weren't putting in effort before, then what does that say about the Carlton players? Like, and you see it with North, North Melbourne as well. Like, where were they? Is it just because they were fed up and now they actually have a coach that kind of, I don't know, makes them want to put in effort? Um, so, like, uh, the, the number one thing that I've noticed about Carlton is that they they've sort of gone away with the let's play the kids in in the the, the key positions. So they've gone away with playing Sam Fisher through the midfield, Sam Petrosi Seaton through the midfield. They've put them in positions that they can impact the ball outside of the crucial roles of clearing the ball. And they've got their, their three best midfielders right now. Yeah, Kenan Murphy, Cripps. Yeah, yeah, around and the Walsh ball. will get in there and as Walsh, well. Well, Walsh, Walsh is still playing. Yes, he's that mid midfielder, but he plays as a link player largely yeah. through, through the it, middle of the ground. Well, because his engine's so big. So big. They're like, you know what? Amazing. Center clearances, he's in there. You're going to just run in and just run to defense, run forward. You can just link yeah. up. Just do whatever. Run, He'll run, run. take run. an intercept grab. Run, 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 run. He's, he's that, that guy that they get on the 45, so they hit him at the apex of the square, and um, and he turns around, and he'll, he, he's a good decision maker by foot. So... Um, Really impressed with the faith they have obviously put in Sam Walsh, but that's one of the things. Um, the res- obviously, it does help when your forwards are kicking goals and taking marks. Levi Casbolt has played absolutely fantastic. Oh, from the back end. See his goal from 50? Yeah, so dude. Good. I, I, he's turned around in his career in the last 10 weeks. I, I don't yep. know where he was compared to where he is now. He's Even Jones. A completely different player. Yep. Well, he turned Jones his career well. around, right? He played well. He got a good little intercept at the back end as well. But That's true. But Levi Caswalt was literally at the point where he would be so cheap for another club to pick off. And now he's actually warranting. He's turned it around playing defense. Yep. Instead of, he can get a contested mark. He just can't kick for goal. So what do they do? Hey, mate, just get a contested mark. And then let's just do the uh, crisp. Just kick it long down the line. Or if you get within goal, he can roost it. And the pressure's off. Mate, you're a defender coming into 50. That's true. Go for They're it. They're turning it over. slots it. A lot so less good. into defensive 50 as well, something I've noticed. And that could just be, um, I think, part, I'd, I'd attribute part of it be, to moving Sam Petrosi-Seaton behind the ball. But you've now got um, Newman, Petrosi-Seaton, and Simpson behind there. Simpson's resurged as well. And he's come into the four uh, scoring quite well in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, it's it's really turned around quite considerably, and I'm I'm quite impressed 
um, with them at, in general. So uh, yeah, good on Carlton for for getting that far. I mean, far cry from uh, from uh, from making a, a winning a final or getting into the finals. But next year could be anything. Well, apparently someone put some money on Carlton versus Richmond in the final. Final round of the year? No, the actual grand final. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think it was like a fiver. Um, um, a little belated um, shout-out for Peroni Legera. So it is right there. I'm hoping it's in focus. Um, lovely, crisp taste. Chris, however, yeah, okay. isn't really joining me much, even though he's got one in front of him. I'm yeah. on uh, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the one. I'm on a diet. So uh, for everybody at home, I, it's my engagement party this Friday night. And I'm I've started he's gonna stuff shredding his, for the wedding. He's going to so. stuff his face Friday night. He decides to choose the week of his engagement party well, to go on a diet. I've already lost a kilo this week, so uh, you know it'd be nice to have a, another one or so by the end of the week. And I think I can do that. Nah, if I think eating you, right. I think you don't understand how how it works. Yeah, no, but I'm I, I eat like I've been eating really bad. I know. You so told just me that. just just clean eating for a start. We'll just. Just Mate, get that extra weight out of me. Rule number one. Rule is number one. You don't dog the boys. And That's rule true. number two is you don't leave a man with a six pack at your front door <laughs> before you tell him that you, you never, stop drinking beers. Never leave, a, leave a crash on a funny jacket. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Now, should we get to the hot topic this week, which is which we've already flagged at the start, which is yes, Luke Ryan. Luke Ryan, and he is so cheap. Um, Unfortunately, only $437,300. Which leaves your options really, really short. And if you have a little bit of money in the bank, I still don't mind Sick Dog. I think he's probably one of the ones with the most upside because he is really cheap. So Sicily is 432. He's already dropped 137,000K. So I think you can't go too much wrong here. Yes, he has different roles. Yes, he has a high ceiling and he is slightly... Uh, inconsistent. However, he does have a higher ceiling than the other two players, which we will recommend being Stewart and Daniel Rich. I, th- I, <sighs> Stewart's just frustrating. Stewart has gone downhill since He's the buy. He's still not gone terrible, but be- but I just oh, no. So okay, so Stewart's four fifty five k. So he's still not that cheap. Mm. Uh, and here's he, his where it goes downhill. He's scored quite well. Yes, he has only scored one hundred since round nine. Yep. But I, picked, I picked him up in uh, what round thirteen, I think. So he is consistent. So from round nine, eighty-eight, ninety-nine, ninety-five, ninety-six, eighty-seven, one hundred three, ninety, seventy-nine, seventy-four. So his last two weeks against Hawks and Sydney haven't been great. Definitely consistent, and he is definitely very interesting. Now, when we bring in Daniel Rich, so Rich has had a few more tons. However, I'm actually waiting for the point where Rich gets tagged, which is probably possible, seeing how well he has been playing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's bring up Daniel Rich. Let's go with from round nine. Uh, so let's say round... Oh, geez, he's done really well. Okay. Yeah, Daniel Rich is gone. <laughs> anyway, so, well, okay, from round eight, 101, 92, 100, 78, 98, 113, 98, 66, which was his low in round 16, which is why his prices has dropped, 88, 94, 111. So it's, for me, Andy's 462K. So they are both fairly similar. Yep. Um. I don't know. Like Stewart's good, he's consistent as well. Rich is consistent also. Rich, I think, will do well the next two weeks. They play the Dogs and then the Suns. Does he score more? Maybe when they versus Richmond versus Richmond and Geelong, or will he score less? Whereas Geelong have a really easy draw. So does that mean that uh, Stewart gets more intercepts and he well, gets it's more not free ball? Right now, it's not. It's not turning into points right now. So for me, I'm, I don't like the Stewart pick. Um, it's just not. I am a Stuart owner. If I could trade him, I would. I just I can't afford to right now. 
The one that um, is kind of still flying under the radar after having a really terrible start and middle of the season um, since Carlton came back to form, as we mentioned earlier, is Nick Newman. So he's really come and turned Nick, his season too around. Too expensive, five fifteen. Well, uh, if you've got the cash, so he's about eighty k extra. So if you've got the cash to go do it in one trade, if you've got the hat cash, you might yeah. as well go Hearn and Whitfield if you don't have one of those. Well, two. most people do. Well, have well, one Hearn or the other. Wh- people trade Whitf- him out. Yeah. So Hearn and Whitfield are the most owned defenders right now. So yeah, and also that's for league mainly. A lot of overalls have traded them yeah. out or traded them back in. So it's um. I don't think you're right, and Darcy Burn Jones as well didn't have probably the best week, but yeah. But um, uh, since since round uh, fifteen, uh, he's gone one seventeen, one hundred seven, one forty seven, eighty seven, eighty two. So not a bad little run there for Nick Newman. So I can uh, may I suggest Kate Simpson at four hundred flat. Basically, he has had a last good couple of rounds actually. Uh, the last couple of re- last couple of weeks, he's turned his form around. I still wouldn't recommend him much. Four eighteen, he is. Yeah, break even at 33. Um, only the last couple of weeks have been interesting. So before that, not so yeah, much. Yeah, 125. He had a really good week this week. 87, 93, 121. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, on that form line, uh, obviously Nick Newman is a better pick. However, he's also 100K more. Basically. So, you know, you, you get what you pay for. If you've got the cash to go up. Unfortunately, um, the one that probably would have been the, the top of the list is Dane Rampey, but he's been ruled out this week. So there's... Uh, a uh, little chance that you're, you're so going to pull the trigger on Dean Rampy. I am so happy, but um, so sad that Rampy <laughs> is out. And can I seem sincere when I say... I, I honestly could not laugh harder when I heard Rampy was out. Um, Jack Crisp has really, unfortunately, put out duds. I tell you what. Yeah, he's been so he's bad. He's played absolutely terrible. They gave him a stint on the ball. In the, in the wet... Against um, Richmond, he was an absolute liability. Like, his agility is so low. Um, just below his knees, he's just a fumbly machine. I, I, don't, I couldn't... I he got exposed. He got massively exposed in the weekend. And um, I, was, I can tell you disgusting. why he's really fumbly below his knees, Chris, is because he is, his weight is severely disproportionate it is to his huge body. upstairs. <laughs> oh no, it's his weight downstairs. If you know what I mean, just throwing, throwing, <laughs> throwing him off balance, um, and that's it. Literally, like you, you watch him run, and all of a sudden he falls over, and you don't know why. That's true. So, um, all right. Well, the other, the other, obviously, op- there are other. Op- there are quite a lot of options because at this point in the season, you're really looking at all you want is the next four game sample size. That's it. Um, so, Basha Hooli, I think, is still a decent option, um, especially what's he priced at? Uh, he is priced 482. at 482. Yeah, he's also too expensive for me. Well, for you he is, but um, he's Wait. averaging I think 110 plus at the MCG this year, and every single one of his games for the rest of the year is at the G. So he's one that you could look yeah, at. Yeah, he's a good option. What about Hunter Clark, Chris? I, I like it as a left field option. We we mentioned him last week. Yeah, um, but as, he's, he, he's consistent, but it's kind of like Lockie Weller consistent. He hasn't gone massive. No, no, he does. He doesn't have. He that just kind of chips away. He did get a lot of ball, but he also butchered definitely it. more of a draft option. Butchered if you've it a got little him. bit. Yeah, great for keeper leagues. Hey, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> I hate you, um, Rory Laird. Of course, a lot of people still don't have Rory Laird. Um, he's, he's cheap. He went ninety eight this week. He's in forty one percent of teams, so he could be in more teams there as well. Um, Nick Vlosten as well. Uh, he had a big, big week this week with a one nineteen. Don't like him though. Um, I don't know. He's been he's, nah. he's had a decent year. You know, I, I wouldn't again. I wouldn't write him off. He's just too up and down. But his last five weeks: one thirteen, eighty eight, a hundred, sixty eight, and one nineteen. 
So he's had um yeah let's have a look. he's had one yeah you're paying peak price two, for a B grade player he's had six tons this week and with with his highest score being one fifty five in round year. six sorry this week this year yeah yeah but um, he's only four fifty six so he's not like he's mm-hmm. not exactly peak price um but yeah very much a yo yo and each week is different and it's probably um, unfortunately it's his role so sometimes he plays tall sometimes he plays small and and uh. That will impact his scoring output. So think, yeah, Brendan Ellis has really fallen off off the cliff a little bit with his scoring. Uh, he was really consistent earlier, but he's kind of fallen away a little bit. Well, as they've had um, yeah more players come back, yeah. his role be- starts changed. diminishing. So um, however, look, he hasn't been too not bad. bad. No, like the 61, 95, 119, 80, 72, 92. So he's had a it's, little bit of a dip. Uh, roller coaster. It's a big wave. It's kind of like Richmond's season. We, we don't love. Richmond season on the <laughs> pretty much, um, yeah. He's a left field option. If, if it's I'm choosing um, Vloston over him, but I'm also choosing Hooli over both. So if you can get get yeah, up if you to can get like Hooli, Hooli, I can't afford Hooli. The other one's still Brody Smith. You know, um, he's really turned his season around, and I kind of hate that I traded him to Hearn. Ah, uh, that's really hurt me in the back end. Me too. Um, but he's now four game four game sample for 97, 98, 127, 91. You can't really go wrong with those scores, and uh, those who held him are good. No, on how much is he? Uh, he is now for fifty nine. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah, I can afford him. Yeah, so someone that you could look at. He's had a role change as well, playing a lot more through the midfield, um, which means that he's able to move forward and kick goals, uh, which he loves doing from sixty meters out, which is pretty good. Yep, yeah, and uh, when he's close, he doesn't um, Brady miss. <laughs> Smith, Smith. That was pretty bad. Bro, that, he does was, that was really bad. Um, look, so if I mean, you know, discounting Hearn and Whitfield, who, who I don't think Hearn's probably a must trade in because of his he could miss again towards yeah. the end of the year. Old man calf. Besides Whitfield, um, in terms of options, I'm probably going uh, leaning towards. Yeah, some of those other guys aren't that great, are they? But they're uh, there. it's pretty tough. I'll probably lean towards Rory Laird one. I think that he's probably going to be the most consistent and have the least hurt factor out of anyone. Um, I might go Basher two and Newman three. Do you want to have a stab at who you would like? Uh, Daniel Rich, number one, Brisbane Lions, top two, top three for the year. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, look, I think at this point in time, I think just look at your matchups, and that's one of the big things when you. That's true. Uh, if you go for if you go for overall, you think you can get an advantage. Yeah, but if you're going for overall, try and pick someone consistent, someone whose body hasn't let them down. I mean, I've already brought uh, Whitfield in and out twice now, so that hurts. Max Gorn's already gone in and out of my side. Um, so try and just look for some some good options. Look at your matchups, particularly if you're going in for leagues. See who, you've, who you're playing. See who everyone else is playing. And if so, no one has a Daniel Rich, then maybe go someone like that. If no one has a Stewart, go there. If only a couple of teams maybe from position five to eight have Laird, then maybe go Laird because he's a nice, consistent option. At this point of the year, it's all about your matchups. And if you don't know who your opponents are having, then why are you even playing? And if you're in a cash league, then you should know better because it's all about the cash. All about the cash. Give me the cash. Um, <laughs> would, you, would you disagree though? I think you need to look. No, at, you, did, you, you need, need to, to look. If you're playing for league, you 100% need to look you at your You need to look at your matchups. And yeah. if it looks like you're going to win, then you can save a trade. If you're playing for leagues, it's not rocket science. Have a look at your matchups, see, and also do the old sneaky do where maybe you'll put a VC on someone and your opponent might try and match you if it's my, a my competitive f- league. My favorite sneaky is trying to convince the uh, the guy you're playing to not trade also. 
Yeah. <laughs> Should we both not trade so that way next week when I can whatever? It's like yeah, yeah, no just worries. Suss out their and trade situation. Like literally thirty seconds before, thirty seconds before. Yeah. Just be like bang. No trade. friends in, in league, mate. There's nah, no, friends no friends in league. <laughs> I do it. I do it to you, dude. I t- I totally do that. I'd, I'd totally sell you like false I'd, information I'd be like, for sure. Thirty seconds before, or, ten seconds before kickoff, or you know, like Grundy's going to go well, and you're like, nah, 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 like seriously, Crips and McRae is where it's at this week. VC Crips, Captain McRae, and then literally just before bounce, VC Grundy, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him go. Let's, big. Let, let's let's agree to not let our captain decide this. <laughs> yeah. A gentleman's game, and then afterwards. Gentleman's agreement. Yeah, there's there's no gentleman in Supercoach. No, yeah, rookies rookies would make that mistake. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much our tip: is play shady. Yeah, play <laughs> slim shady even. Yeah. Um. So the other one, as I said, as we mentioned at the top of the uh, broadcast, there's a rumor going around that Max Gorn could be out. So a massive, massive yes. Um. Out if that's the case. I think the easiest trade right now is Todd Goldstein. Obviously. Yeah, he's a little he's, more expensive. He is. He's actually. He's on a bit of a heat. He's in his, he's in his purple patch at the right time of the year. And he's now the second most expensive ruckman. Um, but let me just bring up uh, old Toddy Goldstein. He's now 622K. So he's about 9K more. He's got a three-round average of 129, a five-round average of 133. So he's actually um, uh, beating Gorn in both of those categories, uh, which is why he's risen up in price. He's unfortunately... Oh, come on. Gorn has an average... Oh, so an average. So a three-round of 127 and a five-round of 115, and that's with an injured game. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Yeah, not um, bad. Oh, yeah, but if you... What point... At what point, Chris, would you recommend trading and not trading? How many trades would you have to have I think in order to not trade Gorn? If you for have... two weeks. Right, right now, I mean, well, first of all, if Gorn's not playing for two weeks, you have to trade him. You're probably not winning your league games if you're playing league, and for overall, it's going to impact you too much. So he's one that you just have to trade right. at this point. Um, however, if, and you, if, if, you, if have you have cover, cover yes. that's different. But most people's cover would be either Lysett or Westoff, and that's about it. Yep. People don't generally they're not playing. They don't still have Rob if he's not on your field. No Correct. one's no one's keeping Rob this long at R three. So well, Swizz would be happy with. Apparently, Rob's also under a fitness test, which is very interesting for those owners. That is Swizz, true. So that Swizz might, man that might that might uh, turn some heads later in the week, but we'll uh, reserve judgment on that one. Yeah, it, it, this will be all in, coming out in the next day or so. Really. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, just but like Chris, I <laughs> yeah, of course. Isn't I'm right coming now. I, I do like that song. Bit of, bit of, bit of jazz, jazz flute. No, it's not really. Um, jazz flute. Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm just having a look here at the uh, highest price Ruckman. Riley O'Brien is the fifth highest price Ruckman right now. Isn't that crazy? That's ridiculous. He's, what is he, 525? Mm-hmm. 525K. Yeah, so he's going to be expensive next year. No one's starting with Rob at, at R2 next year. It's Gorn and Grundy, you're done. Don't even, don't even bother. Don't, don't try and... Outthink the system. Oh, some people We've are already the last two years. It's, some it's people Gordon are Grundy. already talking about Marshall, Chris. No way. I, I, what I find funny is that people are trying to talk like Marshall's going to be forward eligible. No, that, that is the stupidest thing. I've no ever way. If he was, he'd be in everyone's team. But there's no way. There's that no he's way going to he's be. forward eligible. And he's going to be as ex- like he's even going to be Stanley, 50k cheaper. Even Reece Stanley had some chop outs from other people last year, and he was a ruck only. Like it's, it's how much is Marshall Ryder, like 115, everyone. 120 or something? Yeah, he's a rock well, only. There's, there's no way that you're going to start with him when you've got you can grab Max Gorn for 50k more. Absolutely none. There's no no yeah. one's doing that. Maybe in a couple of years if they do get someone else in there. But for me, 
That's why I was happy to trade him out of keeper league because he's going to be a ruck only. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, as long as well, it depends. Doesn't matter. He's probably going to be your best ruck. Who's your ruckman at the moment? Oh, I got a crappy ruck. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should I'll get a better down one. there, Chachi. I'll get a, I'll get a better one next year. Down there, Chachi. Man, I'll get a better one next year. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's good. Actually, so, I've got I've got Nanker. I know. Bruce, actually, will probably play if Gorn's out, so it'll be fine. The other rumour going around is, uh, unfortunately, Adam Trelaw could Ooh. be a test this week as well. No way. Oh, man, we've just been did he, smashed. Did he Trelaw his hamstring? Uh, who probably, because there's about nine other hamstring injuries going around at Collingwood right now. Oh, so Trelaw. with Degoe out this week, Adam's oh. facing another fitness test, Levi Greenwood facing a fit- fitness test. Mate, what's going on with your club? It's a shamble. Yeah, it's honestly going to be the VFL team. We only have, um, if you take out, there's three rookie players on our list um, that were pro- they were unlikely to play this year because they were literally first-year rookies. We only have 25 available players to choose from this week. That sucks. That's bad. That's so people bad. like, oh, injuries are no excuse. I'm like, well, no excuse. Would we go that far? Would we go that far? You know what, Chris? I don't think <laughs> I've been a little, very few things that make me happy in life, Chris. And um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've been happier since the grand final where Dom Sheed kicked it from the pocket. Now, that's a real highlight to kind of try and overcome, right? But for me, Brisbane sitting higher on the ladder than Collingwood. Mm. Tops it. It's almost. Me. Is, yeah. is, it, is it better than us thrashing you by ten goals this earlier this year? Or oh, mate, I don't mind a thrashing. <laughs> Just ask the missus. I remember. I, I do remember actually. Some of the people that we went with actually left at half time because they were so bored. We took about a couple of years ago. No, it was this year. We went to the football together, you idiot, to see the Brisbane Collingwood game at the Gabba. Don't remember. And that. we banged. Oh yeah, that's right. You uh, must have erased this from your memory because we, don't we smashed it by ten goals. Mate, the game fine. was o- the game was over at halfway through the second quarter. Oh, so you're talking like the GWS first you in the first quarter game? Is that pretty? Much oh, absolutely, yeah. and the Richmond versus in the yeah. first quarter game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. both of those ones. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, same thing. People don't forget. <laughs> no, people don't forget. People don't forget. Um, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much that part of it. It's very interesting. Um, Hawkins would have to have the lowest break even right now. One fifty. He was so cheap. Um, just trying to bring up. You got him. I, I can bring up uh, the forward line. I don't think many people are looking at forwards, but having said that, if they do have a swing such as uh, Paddy Bynes, uh, a Bynes or oh. similar. He they... jumped up 38000 this week. What a good week to bring him in. A break even of negative uh, 10. Are you going to pat yourself on the back anymore? Or I am. What, Mate, I am. This, literally, it was the biggest gamble. And I was like, you know what? Even if he averages me 90 for the rest of the year, it's still a good trade based yep. on Setterfield. Sure. Yeah, and he no, starts off. So now, literally, even if he averages eighty for the rest of the like the last what four games, he's still going to be a great buy-in. That's basically. true. So happy days. Um, who would have thought that uh, Travis Boak would be the fourth averaging uh, forward? But at this stage of the year, early on, he's up. He's really, he's had a really big uh, bad tail end. Except obviously, he had a nice little one fourteen on the weekend. But I can't believe Marshall is the third, which really hurts. Billings. And Billings was high on our list at the start of the year. He has done really well as well. Uh, so is this total points then, is it? Or is this not, no, that's, not by that's average? price, actually. Right. So actually, oh, look at that. So Marshall is the number one averaging forward. <laughs> really? Over oh, Dangerfield, wow. Boken, Dunkley, Rowan Marshall. My God, God, he hurts. Yeah, it hurts me. If I had have started, if I had brought Marshall in cheaply, I would be easily top handful. I reckon. Probably. Me too. Well, look at the highest averaging forward. Well, not even I, I, say, I say me too, but I'd be at least top 1,000 by now. 
Yeah, it's, it's really hurt. And Dunkley as well is obviously hurt. But oh, well, yeah. no news crying over spilt milk. Um, now, I will just touch on hamstring awareness. So thanks you very much, mate, for catching up with us. Hey, hamstring awareness. We didn't um, advertise this potty mainly because we just wanted to have a little bit of a quick one tonight. Oh, and Chris forgot. I rocked up and Chris is there playing Call of Duty. And he's like, hey, Chris what are you doing here? I was like, mate, the podcast. And he's like, by the way, I'm not drinking beers. And I was like, could this night get any worse? To be fair, that, that's actually, actually what happened. That's actually what happened. Um, so if uh, a lot of the other things that might happen with um, teams this week, we won't know till tomorrow night. So yeah, it's all pretty much. Uh, if you have any specific issues, just um, contact us either on Facebook or yeah. Twitter. Uh, I do apologise. I have been slack for a couple of people. Although to be fair, some of the questions are pretty slack. So um, <laughs> no, like uh, we'll try and get to them as much as we can. At this point of time, though, it's really team specific and league matchup specific so to yeah. kind of ask opinions over two people who are averaging very similar it just comes down to team matchups yeah and so personal preference it's easiest way to, to get information to us is if you're in a league and you're playing for a league win is screenshot your matchup yeah so you this can is send me that to us. this is me this is the person i'm up against what do you think i should do to Absolutely. win this game that is actionable intelligence but again we need this to guy with the big words calm down no, well, uh, well, we need to be able. We no, need to good. have the most information to give the, the best insight. Otherwise, but it takes three replies to find out: Are you playing for overall? Are you playing for league? How much money do you have? How many trades do you have? It just becomes then five questions before we even get to your question. And then if we have twenty people to reply to, then that's what's that? Twenty people times five. That's a hundred question, hundred responses just to get to the questions. Which you know, come on, guys, you're better than that. Absolutely, and um, so we'll see. Um, see you guys tomorrow night. Uh, I might do a live stream depending on what time I've got available. He won't. We'll he has an engagement party Friday. There is no way you're going to hop on in live stream. It won't be early. It will be late if I do one because I've got. Um, he won't. I've got. To, I've got to work out. You know, I got to <laughs> chisel, chisel the guns. Oh mate, I haven't worked out in two weeks and <laughs> no. I'm feeling shady. Yeah, but I haven't worked out in like two years. Actually, so. that's a lie. I worked out on Sunday. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, we might uh, leave it there, I think but we, will. Um, we do thank you very much for joining us again on this thank fine you. evening. Yeah, we might have to do a little top 10 review and whatever have you, but uh, look, this time of the year, it's everyone's sorted. Basically, it's just matchup dependent. And um, yeah, look, we're pretty much having our own little off season right now, Chris. We're just kind of unbasking, yeah. unbasking in my glory. And you're I'm just, just. I'm really focused on, on draft right now because I'm fucking smashing it. I am so. not. I honestly. I, just, I won, dude, <laughs> before we leave. I won my draft league this year just by pure pure luck. I had one of the highest scores I've had all year, which was like 1860 or something like that. Yeah. And I... You knocked off first place? Or no. No, I was I was second. Right. Um, and I knocked off third, um, who had... He had his he, best round of yeah. the year. So eight teams make finals. Chris has the highest score. The guy who plays has the second highest score out of all the eight teams and loses, which is hilarious. Even funnier is so that dirty. I had the vice captain on Elliot Yo. Who got a one twenty eight? Yeah, and you left it. Yeah, and no, I, I completely forgot to check my team to change the like captain put the use captain loophole, so I left it on McRae, and I'm just lucky because if he got if he got one hundred and ten, I would have lost, but he went one hundred and fifty. <laughs> I smashed that bar. So. I I feel you completely, Chris, because we had the keeper league, and I was um playing for the keeper league, and I had double chance. I played, I was like, well, I was losing a player. So I had like McLean or someone out. So I was like, you know what? Who cares? It's just keep a league. I'll take a donut. Mm -hmm. And then I lost by like 40 points and I didn't realize it was the finals. So if I had to just trade a player, because I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, I'll just keep him. I could have traded anyone, like Dane Beams or someone, get out of my side, whatever. Nice. 
Anyway, so I lost. Uh, I didn't realize it was finals because I'm an idiot playing too many draft leagues. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Classic um, but look, that's us. Uh, look, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we might have to try and mix it up a little bit. But we might talk about our plans for next year as well. We have been talking behind the scenes and getting really good feedback from a lot of the people as well. So we really appreciate We'd ha- we do uh, the feedback. So this is our second year teething process. Changed a few things. And next year, I think, will be third year breakout. I like it. All right, we'll catch you soon. All right, peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry.